Uh, hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to uh, Match Week uh, Match Week 15 review uh, on the Boot and Hearth podcast. My name is uh, Grayson Nelson. I am joined this week, as always, by the wonderful Ted Shearer. What's up, guys? How we doing? Always fun to be back. And this week, we are joined by by the one and only, the bearded legend, the scouser himself, Alex Washburn. How are you, Alex? I'm doing great. I appreciate y'all having me on, talk a little shop, and, and just give you guys some knowledge, you know, that Everton <laughs> eventually will be back to where they should be in the top yeah, this- six. This is our token Everton uh, pod. Uh, we're not even going to really talk about them, but this will get everyone off our backs, and we don't have to talk about them for another five years. So. I, I want to preface uh, this with, uh, I've only met one other Everton fan in the wild, so this is going to be interesting to get another take on the whole thing. He's very negative about the whole thing. Yeah, they're they're very awkward creatures. It's you got to kind of keep your distance. <laughs> no, I think I think I think as the years have progressed, we've we've been just almost just self-loathing at this point with how the uh, these last couple seasons have been. So well, and and uh, a lot other other people listening to this might not know this about you, Alex, but you are also a, a San Antonio Spurs fan and and a Rams fan as well, and so you kind of have adopted this self-loathing sports fandom in a many aspects of your life well you know it's sports are cyclical man you know the rams were, were yeah, terrible yeah. for about 10 plus years and then we won the super bowl last year and the spurs yeah. were amazing for 15 years and now not so much so like oh, it is so also, you, you staggered it yeah exactly i'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for the everton part of this to happen I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm a newer fan I'm a newer fan, but I haven't really found the uh, the good part of it yet. You know? Yeah, you weren't around in the '80s. No way. I I was not. I mean, the, <laughs> and the worst part for me is obviously Everton made Europa League, and it was the year after is when I really started paying attention to, the, to Everton, <laughs> and that's when you know that's when it's the downhill part of it. Kind you of missed the train, well, man. We'll, we'll, uh, missed the train. <laughs> I know. We'll uh, we'll it's get so into sad. that in in just a little bit. Uh, quick intro for anyone uh, listening to the podcast for the first time. Um, the purpose of this podcast is to serve as uh, an American representation of of uh, pub chat and just uh, having your friends around, um, talking talking shop about 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 the Premier League and and all uh, all the fun things that happened in the previous weekend and and just generally shitting on all the teams that are not Liverpool. So a lot of shit talk. Uh, it'll be uh, <laughs> it'll be. Uh, Yes. Be a good time. Um, and uh, before we get rolling, I would like to propose a toast uh, to everyone here. Um, cheers. Um, may your team do well, just uh, not as well as mine. <laughs> cheers. Okay. Um, all right. So before we get rolling into the agenda, um, uh, Alex, uh, so... I'm gonna ask you about your your how you became an Everton fan because uh, the Schadenfreude uh, will be enjoyed by many many other people um, other than myself. Uh, but before we get rolling, I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you. I I believe you're involved with uh, with a charity of some some sorts. Is that right? Yeah. So we um, my family has been involved with this. It's called the Community Foundation for the Greater Richmond Area. Um, we do it because my dad was very involved in in the community. I mean. 
we all grew up here. My dad's lived here from when he was, I don't know, after college till he passed away. And so since he's passed away, we've really tried as a family and like the commu- our community in general to really help uh, the Richmond area out. Um, so basically we try to raise money for, it's called the Community Foundation for Greater Richmond. Mm-hmm. And it's so like a leading partner and advocate for uh, philanthropy and service around the Richmond area. So, I mean, we've done like walks to help it out and we've done like um like little basketball tournaments here and there and we're just like it's literally just for everybody in the community we try to focus on multiple different um charities aspects of it so love it love it so if 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 uh if people wanted to contribute to uh this wonderful cause um how uh how can they go about doing that yeah you know we can maybe leave a link in the description or you can just reach out to me on twitter instagram whatever and i can send you the link to easy just donate money just real quick with the with your fingers on the phone pretty easy where can we find you awesome. on twitter or on twitter on those platforms so my my twitter and instagram is just at wash w-a-s-h underscore tub t-u-b-b okay it's because he's tubby that's why <laughs> yeah I'm a, little, I'm a little thick you know <laughs> Game, game season, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll be sure to throw all of that information uh, down low for anyone who wants to reach out and contribute uh, to the cause. Um, it's a very noble one. So uh, we hope we can help oh, as my cat uh, makes the leap of faith. Um, okay, so into into the uh into the soccer uh, into yes oh yes so um before we get rolling alex uh why the fuck did you choose everton where where did this come from a question on everyone's mind (laughs) so so when i think i was in middle it it was college and my buddy from home and i were like you look like we like soccer we play all this fifa we need to pick epl teams all right we have some friends that will wake up in the mornings to watch soccer like we need to have teams that we want to do the same thing for. And I wasn't going to choose Man United. I wasn't going to choose like Man City. I wasn't going to choose Chelsea. I want to choose someone that's a little bit... They weren't always at the top of the table. But I also wasn't going to choose someone that's always at the bottom of the table. Because I'm not choosing Norwich to get relegated every other year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. all right. I was like, all right. I'm going to choose a team that's like in the middle of the pack, but like has that good potential. So I was between, at that point, I think I was between Southampton and Everton were my Ooh. two at that point. Man, you picked the right um, one. <laughs> I, I did. I did. But I mean, I, so I picked Everton. It and like also, I mean, year, but... <laughs> it's like, well, and I was like, look, they have the American connection with Landon Donovan, Tim Howard, Brian McBride played there for a little bit. And I mean, they had Lukaku, and he was fun to use in FIFA. So I was like, "All right, let's just let's send it in, let's get it done." My boy, my other friend, he chose Liverpool, so he ah, obviously made it. <laughs> I mean, he he yeah, might have a few more much, trophies than I do, but he yeah, made he's had much for the past couple of years. Of sh- um, I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was my uh, that was my basically my reasoning, and then. I saw my boy, my favorite player on Everton, you won't guess, is uh, Tom Davies, number 26, center mid. Saw him play first game, and he scored two goals against Man City. And uh, I was like, that's my guy that's right there, 19 convincing. years old. Yep. And I yeah. I mean, I didn't want, and I don't want my favorite player to be Lukaku or someone, some big name where everybody's got, if every Everton fan has that jersey. You know, I like to be a little more, yeah, a little more lower key. So I was like, no one's going to have a Tom Davies jersey. And I don't think anyone still has a Tom Davies jersey. <laughs> So yeah, Carabao Cup legend Tom Davies. Yeah, That's probably a fair not. Bit. That's a fair bit. Hey, hey, he did have a great last year. I think it was last year or two years ago against Spurs in the Carabao Cup. We won in like 
in, in uh, extra time, Tom Davies had a just a, a beautiful, beautiful game, and uh, he hasn't really done much since then. So <laughs> it's because it's because uh, it's because Frank knows that that Tom is a, a budding fashion model, and he doesn't want to doesn't he knows he's he's starving himself, so he doesn't want to have to to burn the energy and, and pass on the pitch. He's just well, preserving him for the longevity. Exactly. And I think he's keeping him around too because he's like best friends with Calvert Lewin. So you got to make keep Calvert Lewin happy. That's true. Yeah. Keep yeah. He's got to have somebody to hang yeah. out with while he's injured and rehabbing all the time. <laughs> and you know, and you know, he just got injured again last did, week, right? Did he really? No, it was no, no, Kimmy, no, no, right? Way. Yep. He's he's injured again. He's probably not going to be fit for Saturday. I don't even know if he's playing the World Cup. I mean, he might not make the team. I, I, I guess it was already. Has it been announced yet? He didn't make it, did he? I, I don't think it's been announced yet. I was still seeing rumors uh, earlier today. Um, but there's no way Calvert Lewin makes the team. No hey, man, he's 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 a he's a force up there when Look, he's healthy. Right? He's good. He's, he's good. I don't yeah, deny yeah. that. But he's not making this. <laughs> regardless of regardless of whether or not Tony should be in there before him, or even James Madison should probably be in there before him. Um, not even uh, the same position. No, but but Doesn't matter. You, like you can put Foden in the nine. Like the Foden, oh, Foden yeah. can play the nine. Like hey, Ivan Tony look, definitely can play that. Oh, Ivan Tony, yeah, he. I think Ivan Tony should make it over Calvin yeah. Lewin. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. Um, but all right, all right, all right. We'll uh, we'll get rolling here. Um, so we're gonna go over the the pick'em results here. I'm gonna run through them real quick. Uh, and then we're gonna roast uh, Alex for the decisions that Harry made. So yeah. Yep. Uh, that's how this goes. Uh, so real quick, uh, not even Brentford. Uh, that was a draw. It was a two-two draw. Um, Wolves v Brighton. Uh, that was two-three to Brighton. Um, so uh, Ted and I pull that one out. Man City v Fulham. This was a this was a tough one. This was a close, but uh, all three of us got that one. Um, I was this close Leeds to going Fulham v Bournemouth. <laughs> Leeds v Bournemouth, the most uh, low key uh, game of the weekend, uh, probably of the season. Yeah, this was a, a snooze fest. Um, all three of us got that one. Everton v Leicester. Um, they let me down, and uh, and we see a two zero out of Leicester. Dude, they're bottom of the fucking table, man. Come on. They can't defend. Oh, we. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, Lester came out with that one. Ted, Ted got the point there. Uh, Chelsea v. Arsenal. None of us got uh, this one. Because um, they're so bad. Arsenal's garbage. Who picks them, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Arsenal are trying. Mm-hmm. Um, Aston Villa v. Man U. Um, I, you know, the the brilliance of uh, my foresight uh, allowed me to uh, to get this one. Yeah, of course. Uh, nothing else. Um, Southampton v Newcastle. Newcastle pulls that one out, um, and I end up with a point there. And West Ham v Crystal Palace. Uh, that was uh, Palace win in a turn of the tables because Palace is usually the one dropping points in the injury time. Very true. And uh, Palace pulled that one out. And finally. Uh, the wonderful uh, uh, shellacking. Uh, wow, you're gonna call it a shellacking? <laughs> I'm gonna call it a shellacking. Liverpool gave to uh, to Tottenham. Get out of here! I walk out with that one. Mm. So, the res- so the results, the results that we have, um, 
the guest is at a six and fourteen. Out. Come on, man. You better Come pick up right, the slack here, bud. Don't don't worry. After this week, it'll be much closer to five. You even watch Prem, man? <laughs> uh, you said you even watch Prem, man? Come on. <laughs> the, the past, man. The past guys are getting me. Um, Ted is at Ted is at eleven and nine. Uh, and then in a in a comfortable comfortable lead, if I do say so myself. I don't know if my ego is going to fit through this microphone. Uh, five, 15 and five. Uh, I said at the top. Um, yeah, I, I would say uh, West Ham let you guys down. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could say that. Um, Everton, what? A, come on, man! Like the, the two. Right. Lester, like, man, Everton could have pulled was, that one out. Lester it was. It was away. It was a what? What is that? Come on. We are. We no. can't win on the road. Did you watch the game on? Did you watch the game Everton game yesterday, Grayson? Did you watch it? I did well? watch the Everton you game did? yesterday. Yeah. It, it was not a good score that game. What was the score of that game? <laughs> that Everton score was four one to Bournemouth. They didn't win. They didn't win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't oh, pick Everton man. on the road, uh, all right? And we played this like reserves too. Well, okay, what? Well, Let's Tom. Tom played ninety that game, so you know it wasn't. <laughs> oh no, Everton. Everton was definitely on a, on a weekend. Guess, and guess who Keaton... we got on Saturday? Oh, at Bournemouth again. Bournemouth again. Yep. I hear they're yeah, a tough so, out. Uh, <laughs> as Begovic and and Michael Keane will definitely not be touching oh, the field for that one. If, so. if I have to see Michael Keane in Everton uniform again, I might have to just not watch Everton the rest of the year. I send him to it. Turkey, He's, man. He was, to, he was supposed to be gone. I know, right? He was supposed to be gone, but Gary uh, Mina and Ben Godfrey got hurt game one against Chelsea, and then Mason Holgate like, got hurt. Godfrey got hurt, hurt. I mean, he yeah. busted his leg. That was that He's, was rude. Yeah, and that you know what was the worst part about that was they looked at it and they're like, oh, it should have been a goal kick. It was already out of bounds, <laughs> so that play didn't even need to happen. Yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. that was a uh, that was rough. brutal. Let me get that yeah, I, I I'll I gotta stop. I'll I'll go on a tangent all day about about it. If it, it's okay, it, it's it's um you have uh you have the horrible horrible decision making of Bruno Lodge to uh to support you uh in your endeavors going forward. I know. Uh, I heard. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't know if you can confirm this, but I heard that I heard the fee, the potential future fee for that Connor Cody deal is four and a half million. Cheap. I think. Yep, that's what I saw as well. Yeah, that is fucking ridiculous. Wolves dude. fucked up. <laughs> okay, so it's one of the few moves we made that I've been like, that was a good move. Even even today, like that was still a good. And, I, and look, I don't think Connor Cody is amazing by any means. I think he's slow, and sometimes he's not physical enough. And really, he's probably best in a back three. But like, he's definitely like huge. I mean, they even say in England, like him in the locker room is just the the, the presence he's is like insane and he's massive. Consistent. And now he's he's probably gonna make the England squad too. Um, I mean, he was definitely huge. Just adding and that was really all also like because we had all those guys get injured so early on in the season. Yeah, Gary Amin is our best center back in my opinion, but it's not close. And he just played yesterday for his first game back since well, I think it was the first game of the season. You think Mina's better yeah. than Cody? I don't know if I agree. Mina's really good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's really solid. I don't know if I agree. It's yeah. just he's injured all the time. He do, he yeah. cannot get. He's Emmett Calvert Lewin. They just they have never. They're just never on the field ever. I I know we're trying to keep uh, the uh, the pick'em recap short. Yeah, but I want to yeah, say yeah. one thing that I watched. I, I I watched the extended highlights of the Bournemouth Leeds game today, and 
I am convinced I have to go back and watch the replay of that I, full game. That game looked game insane. Insane. I, I Absolute game of the season. I mean, Somerville, I, I, I mean, we'll get into it later, but that game, that game was insane. Nuts. No, I, 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 we, we can, we can dig into it super quick. I mean, like, like the leads, Jesse Marsh got booed off at halftime. Um, I would say the, the, the second goal that they let up was a bit of a melee mistake. Um, but what I was thinking of when I was watching this game is that like, it is insane how young Leeds is. Yeah. I mean, they have Tyler Adams, 23-year-old Tyler Adams. They have uh, Aaronson, super young. Yep. Melier is 21 in net. Somerville's like, young it, too, right? Pascal Stroik is young. I mean, they're, they're a massively Sinistera? young. Sinistera? Sinistera is young, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yep. And so the fact that they can dig out these results like this, I think it only speaks to their mental fortitude, and I think, I think they'll keep going. Um, not a good side for Everton down the road, but I don't think Everton's going to be in trouble, no. honestly, this season. Not like last season. I mean, dude, you got Tarkowski like and Connor Cody leading leading the line. Tarkowski somehow managed to keep Burnley out of relegation for three years <laughs> running. If someone knows how to keep a mental st- mentally stable straight, mentally hey, I t- stable. I, t- I tell you what, if we lose at Bournemouth as bad as we did on the Saturday, as bad as we did on no Tuesday. Shot. That Frank? Happen. Frank's on the hot seat. Frank's on the hot seat. That's all I'm going to say. Frank just got I off mean... the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> the hot seat, it gets caught real, real quick, man. Especially at Everton, dog. We fire him. We get a new manager every year. Nah, they got the seat warmers in Goodison. <laughs> it's, Mashiri I don't likes, even, his, it's uh, likes his managers. He likes his new toys. Yeah, uh, he'll probably bring Rafa back. <laughs> don't tempt me. Um, uh, okay. We're going to get started with that. Uh, so, so the other big game besides uh, uh, the Liverpool smackdown of Tottenham, uh, uh, the absolute destruction in uh, in the Googleplex, uh, was the Arsenal uh, Chelsea game. And I noticed something while watching this game. I noticed something that Gabriel Jesus, absolute. Whenever the camera pans on this man. He always has this look of like a a, a sputtering child <laughs> that is about to about to throw a tantrum at a given notice. He's always got the open mouth, it's like the puppy dog eyes, and it always just looks. Good. Yeah, yeah. It always looks. Good. It's not even like it's not even like he's like. What did I do? No, it's like. <laughs> It's, it's nuts, man, and, and it got me thinking. Like, are there any other players that you guys can think of in the Premier League that just have such a distinct reaction whenever they pan to the camera? You know what their face is going to look like. I mean, Ted, yeah. Ted, you started. Charleston. Charleston's a good one. That is another one that came to mind. But for me, immediately what came to mind is one Jordan Pickford, who literally has to be the most angriest, like the angriest person on the planet. That dude is yelling all the time and just looks like he is like shouting every explicative in the dictionary at anyone nearby. It's ridiculous. The guy, the guy is just mad. And then, and then immediately the next player that comes to mind is Zaha. He just like, I mean, he literally looks like he found out Santa wasn't real every time a call goes against him. So like, I don't know, man. Refs must hate Zaha because the, the dude is always looking to be like, come on, come man. on, like, what? What do I do? <laughs> the the second thing on Pickford is that Pickford when he shit housing when Pick, 
when Pickford is shit housing, he makes it blatant. Oh, like yeah. he's always winking and like he loves it. Oh yeah, he's he's big on it. Um, but Alex, you got anyone uh, in mind? Um, so I thought of Richarlison, obviously, you know, saw several years, my boy right there. He definitely, he always has that look. He looks like he is actually about to cry a lot of times. Um, and he, I mean, he, and he has in games. I mean, usually that's when he's happy tears, but he definitely looks like he's about to cry in games. Like, cause he just got hit or whatever. Or he's trying to sell a call. Um, two others that came to my mind were Harry Maguire and Bruno Fernandez. <laughs> Harry's a yes. good one. Uh, Harry's a good one. <laughs> Bruno Fernandez is such a good one too. Oh my God. Bruno's a war. He just his face just annoys the shit. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's like he's got a very punchable face. You know what I mean? It always looks like like he always looks affronted. He always looks mm-hmm. like you've like tried to have sex with his mother. I mean, I like, genuinely. Yeah. It's it's. I remember when when Liverpool went to Man U last year and beat him five nothing, and there was a point where. Ronaldo like kicked out at Curtis Jones while he's on the ground, like essentially kicked out his chest. And Bruno Fernandez runs up to like Virgil Van Dyke and is like trying to front on Virgil Van Dyke, and it's like this man can snap you in half. <laughs> like, is there is there really like is this the person you want to come up and like try to suck around? No, Bruno Fernandez is is always trying to shit house. I would say he's probably a bigger shit houser than uh, than Richarlison. I don't I still know. I don't know if there's a bigger shit houser than Richarlison. That's that's big words. <laughs> Richarlison and like you said, Pickford. That was another really good one. Those two guys, man. Those those are those are those are Everton guys for a reason. I I, I watch. Yeah. So when I see Pickford playing, I I just honestly like one. He's a great goalkeeper, and two and two. Yeah. Honestly, he's so expressive. He's just like. He clearly enjoys the game inside the game. <laughs> he he is always screaming at defenders, always. But oh to be fair, yes. the amount of just open shots that they'll take at the eighteen, it's just like Pickford's standing in front of him for far too long. It's, yeah, it's insane, man. I don't blame one bit for screaming. And like you said, he's played. I mean, he's probably been the best goalkeeper in England, in my opinion, this season. Without him, we would definitely in the relegations. Uh, I agree. He's I think I think the stats back you up on that too. I think the XG that he's saved mm-hmm. is is by far and away the t- I think Allison might have might have a bit more. It's close. Um, it's close for sure. No, no, no. I I'm 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 I, I'm just stating that that I trust me, I would not I do not want Allison to be in this category with it. Like I'd rather not. Uh, uh, that's why sometimes when people say that Everton's got a good defense because they don't let in a ton of goals, but it's like, well, they're giving up no, a lot of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. It's because Pickford, Pickford's having uh, a season. <laughs> I remember. I remember um, when when last year's Merseyside derby when when Pickford fell to the ground in like the second or third minute and laid down and like three minutes in like gave a gave a wink to i think i i think it was yep. i think it was yoga jolta or someone gave him a little wink but it's like you fucking dick love it three minutes love in. it i mean, it worked mentally out, strong stronger than you mentally strong that's one oh way to, that's God. one way to say it um <laughs> the uh the other, the other thing to to come from this game, which was just rich, so bizarre, <laughs> was uh, was the was the Pierre Emerick Aubameyang uh, from promo done for for Sky Sports, where you have uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang 
essentially talking shit to uh, to the Arsenal players, and you have the Arsenal players popping out and like trying to shut them down. You have uh, you have like Michael Arteta tearing up a wedding photo, essentially of him and Aubameyang. And it's just I, this was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. I've never seen something like this in sports before. I don't know, Alex, have you? It was it was very strange, and I I actually was I watched a little video of like him doing it, and it was like so odd. Like you could, he looked so uncomfortable. They would be like, "All right, now say this," and he'd be like, "Oh," like he would like put his head down, like an awkward laugh, you know. And he's like, he's like, "Shit, these guys are gonna these fans are gonna get at me for saying this." It was like very uncomfortable, and you could you could tell like I don't like I feel bad for him almost in a way. I mean, I guess he could have said no, but you know. I mean, I told Grayson this. It, 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 my first thought was it reminded me of like a, a, a 2000s music video you'd see on like MTV. Mm-hmm. Like just yes. the way it was kind of produced and, and the cuts and everything. It just was very, I don't know. What? 100, 100% the same producer as Rebecca Black's Friday. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a fair shout. That's a fair shout. <laughs> but no, it was uh, ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, like, I, Maybe they have media commitments or something. There is no... Maybe he agreed to it. Maybe he agreed to it. Like, someone presented the idea to him, and he was like, oh, this is a great idea. And then when he was in the moment and saw how it was being executed, he was like, <laughs> this is a bad idea. I've made this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They That's played it bad. up so much, and I just don't understand it, though, because it's just like, it's it's Chelsea versus Arsenal, right? And then they just decide, all right, we're going to single out this one plot line of Obama Yang playing for Chelsea now when he used to be on Arsenal. And so it comes off as like this Obama Yang versus Arsenal, and it's him, and then it's like four players. I think it might have been like, uh, I want to say it was... Uh, uh, their keeper, maybe Odegaard, and a few oh, other no, players. Ramsdale, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramsdale going Odegaard like, and, and it was just yeah. like, it was ridiculous. Like it was, I, I don't know. It was wild. It was interesting. And you said that was coming from uh, Sky, right? Yeah, no, this was from Sky. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that I think the 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 worst part about it for me is just the the fact that it was half assed. I mean, like like maybe if Aubameyang like. Just embrace the meme and did it. One, he shouldn't agree to it regardless. But if he embraced the meme and went full hog with it, it would have been less bad than than what they came out with. But that was that was atrocious. He should have flashed his Arsenal tattoo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, no, he doesn't have an Dude, Arsenal. He tattoo. does. He does. No, he straight up does. Yeah, I think he does. Wait, do you know where it is? I think it's on his arm. Oh. I want to say it's on his arm. <sighs> He has one. Yeah. No way. I saw a close-up of it. Uh, of it, uh, I think it was either on his debut with Chelsea or um, last time they played. But I don't know if they. Yeah, played. it's near. It's near his elbow on his forearm. Yeah. No. Yeah, what? dude, it's wild. It's <laughs> wild, dude. <laughs> That's that is it. Well, because th- this. Getting on the subject of tattoo, that is wild. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tattoo. That is that is absolutely insane. But then um, Anthony, I've been thinking about this since Anthony's come on. Anthony has a massive 32 on his arm, I'm pretty sure. Or he, he's got it on his leg or somewhere. He's not wearing 32 for... for Was that his uh, number with Ajax? Manu. He's wearing 21. He's wearing 21. So he, like, he wore 32, though, previously? He wore 32 for Ajax, okay, yes. Okay. But he's it's just getting... 
I mean, maybe, but get just get a, getting 32 tatted on you like that. If you're not going to rock it for the rest of your career. I mean, that's a fairly good reason to justify to get the jersey. You can be like, listen, I got the age for it. I don't know. I wonder, uh, I wonder why he isn't rocking 32. Who's rocking 32? I'm trying yeah. to figure out, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I don't know. Maybe it's a retired jersey? Uh, it could be. That's a good show. Yeah. Actually, that could be it. Squad number. No, it's literally... unless they retired it for uh, for Carlos Tevez. I don't think I don't yeah. think it's in use. Yeah. No, they had they had people use it after Tevez though. Yeah, Victor I'm looking Valdez at it right worked. now. It's, they had uh, Victor. Uh, Victor Paul... Valdez was on Menu. I did not know that. Yeah, at the end of his career, Paul Wollstone last year had it. I don't know who that is. Yeah, so why yeah. doesn't he get 32? That's so weird. Maybe he's over it. Maybe he's not a 32 guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just gonna, he's just going to work his way down. He's just going to work his way down the numbers. On yeah, the he's yeah. going to count it down. He's going to go for 31 next. <laughs> that is bizarre. Okay, all right. Well, uh, on to, uh, on to uh, the next topic. And we're going to venture outside of... Um, Outside of the Premier League, real outside quick, because uh, <laughs> yeah, outside the outside the box, um, because the MLS um, finals were were this weekend, and and LAFC pulled it out, and I'm I'm not a bitter Philly fan at all, uh, never bitter, um, but the um, the fact. I think there's a massive pride. I think there's a reason there's a lot of people following the Premier League. Um, and 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 following European leagues, one is because of the talent there, but I think the fundamental structure of the MLS is broken. Now, I wanted to get your thoughts, your guys' thoughts on this because the league does a good job of promoting young American talent, but the playoffs are the worst possible thing you could have to accelerate this league past where it is. And the reason I believe this is because. Literally every playoff game I've ever seen in the MLS, from the countless times I've tried to start following it, the teams and the game ends up in a penalty shootout. It's because the teams are not playing to win; they're playing massively defensive to not lose um, uh, tactics with the objective of getting to the penalty shootout, essentially, or just not getting scored on. Sure. And if I don't know, I I, I feel like the playoffs are a massive problem here. I am. Am I? Uh, am I just uh, on my soapbox for no reason? I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, no. I I, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, when you when you have that kind of format, you're gonna have two teams that are playing not to lose, and and it it, it contrasts because it typically, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna. It, it's obviously not a tournament format in in or playoff format in the Premier League or anything like that. But like typically, you have one stronger team playing forward, playing possession, and you have a weaker team, let's, for example, let's say Everton, sitting back and playing defensive. (laughs) Unbelievable. uh, And so you don't get that kind of situation, not to mention there's no penalty shootout at the end of it, but, but when you have two teams sitting back and parking the bus, 
it one not entertaining football. I can't imagine. I'm not a, no. not an expert on the on the on MLS by any means. No, but you do watch the Spurs. So you're essentially <laughs> basically the, the same idea. You know what I mean? I love boring football. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, no, it, it it can't be a good product. And then just to cap it off with a you know with somebody you know getting a lucky penalty that maybe doesn't deserve to win the game overall and moves on through the yeah. playoffs that just shouldn't be the way it works. Yeah. I don't know. Alex, any thoughts on this? Uh, Grace, I'm going to ignore your question because I'm not a big fan of you. And uh, have you actually, have you ever seen the old penalty shootouts back in the 90s in the in From America? The yeah, like, yeah. So what they would do is they would start, the, the goalie would be on the line and the uh, the guy with the ball would start 35 yards away from the goal, and the, re- the ref will blow his whistle, oh. and it's like hockey. It's hockey. And he runs but the, up. The, the goalie, <laughs> yep, he runs up, and the goalie sprints. They both sprint, and they meet in the middle. And that shit is that way is more amazing. exciting. That is nuts. Right? I would like, pay to watch that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's it's way, like I don't find penalty shootouts very entertaining, honestly. No, like It's pretty great. boring to me. And I think it's a terrible way to, to, to choose who's going to win in that. But like that's at least exciting. I mean, it's something better. Bro, screw the build-up. I pay to watch that alone. (laughs) Exactly. Also, while I'm on my soapbox, why do the camera views that we get the same view as, like, when you're watching a normal soccer game? You can't tell if the ball's going in from your view. You know what I mean? Like, make the view right behind the goalie or right behind the shooter constantly. Yes, behind the goal! Yes! Yes. Why Why am I still up in the press box view? I can't see where the ball is going in until it's too late. I want to be able to see it while it's happening, like a pitcher in baseball. You want to you know? see the run-up. You want to see the duel. You yes. want to see the one-on-one exactly. between the goalie and the strike. Yeah, 100%. That's all I'm saying. Yo, give me the as sky as, as as, ball. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, makes, it makes no sense. As far as your question, I'll be honest. I haven't watched a ton of MLS playoffs, but it seemed like – the game was pretty. I mean, what was this? What was the final? What was the score? The no, no, the, for I would say, I would say the 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 final, the MLS final was actually pretty decent. I would say it's an exception yeah. to the rule because you had Gareth Bale scoring an right. equalizer in like the hundred twenty eighth minute. It was something insane. There were, I think, there were three goals, not like injury time or something. Shout like out, that. Bale. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, go, go. I can't wait for him to wreck over, to fucking demolish USA with injury time on his like this. Hey, and, and you see the rumors. Messi, Messi might be coming to uh to Miami. Oh my god. Shh, that's next Messi, week. That's next week. <laughs> it's Messi. If he, looks, if he, he looks insane in. At PSG right now, I mean, he looks like one of the best players in the world right now. Him at I mean, Inter Miami would be nuts. He might be. What he might was he? Would he be the biggest like the biggest player considering everything, not just the skill, but everything since Beckham? I think definitely. Right? I, I would say Robbie Keane was probably bigger than Beckham. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would say in terms of impact, in terms of the the marketability to mm-hmm. to the MLS, yeah, nothing and. Not since Beckham, for sure. I hope he stays, though. I hope he plays in Europe another couple of years. Because, obviously, he still has a ton in the tank. And uh, I want to see him in the Champions League. Not playing, you know, against D.C. United, though. I would go to those games. Dude, he's going to go back to Barca. <laughs> he's going to go back to Barca and rescue them when they don't are, have are any they players. Gonna pull, are gonna, <laughs> are they going to pull their 10th lever? To, uh... Yeah, yeah. There's no way Barca is going <laughs> to be able to. What are they going to do? Oh. I don't know. That's a I good guarantee, question. like... They had PK retire in the middle of the season. Yeah. 
And, they're like, yeah, we're like, not going to pay you your twenty million. Uh, sorry, man. You need we need you to go though because we can't pay it. Is that how well, many? How much money they own Frankie De Jong too? Yeah. Well, next yeah, season is going to be very interesting for right them. <laughs> Ugh, um, but yeah, I, 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 I think, I think the overall league would improve if if there wasn't the concept of the playoffs. Dan Don Garber, Dan Garber, whatever the fuck your name is. Look me up. I'll be a consultant for the MLS. Twist my arm, uh, <laughs> and and we'll figure this shit out. I I think I think the playoffs work in a situation. I'll get off my soapbox after this, but I think the playoffs work for the NFL and the NBA for the reason that there's no other league that um, competes with them, and so they have the absolute top possible talent. It's a monopoly for those, and so you can have you can have competing tactics. But you still have tanking and stuff like that. That's a separate issue. Because the MLS does not operate on its own, and you have the best talent elsewhere, because you don't have as good of a talent within our league, the systems have to prevail. The systems are very defensive because people are playing not to lose rather than to win because if they can hold out and hit them on the counter, then they're going to do that, uh, or they're going to take their chances and penalty shoot out. Um. Okay. Um. That's all I got on the MLS. I hope we never talk about them again until they change their format. Hey, we're sticking with American um, football, though. <laughs> what? We're sticking with American footballers. Though. We are sticking with Americans oh. in football. Yes. Yes. Um. Uh. I I saw I saw a, a, a YouTube video um over the weekend um that uh. For after after the Leeds Bournemouth game, and it's a, it's a group of Leeds fans um, singing their chant for uh, for Tyler Adams, uh, and it goes like, "There's only one Tyler Adams. There's only one Tyler Adams. There's only one Tyler Adams." I I, I think that's the the general flow of it. That was I won't sing the Brendan Aronson one uh, as well. Uh, just for the sake of of everyone's eardrums, um, but they they've created two wonderful chants for uh, for for our uh, our homeboys over there. And I, like, why do we not? Where is this at in American sports, man? Oh, why don't why don't we have this shit? You talking about the chants specifically? There's chants, man. Like, why why do why do you go to a football game and it's just everyone just scream? You have Penn State with the "We Are Penn State," and I would say that's the most intricate that we get in the United States. Pass that. I think I you mean, know, like defense. defense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, never mind. I've been shut down here. I don't know, man. I think it just really like if you really want to get into it, I think it comes down to just like tradition and history and, and and longevity of the sport in itself like i'm not saying football hadn't been around long in terms of american football but like in terms of soccer it has it has it doesn't own a candle you know that's all i'm saying uh, that's what i think it really boils down to yeah i i think it might come down to uh, like like i feel like and this is me talking out of my ass. Potentially, that the fans who go to um, Premier League games are fairly homogenous, as as opposed to um, fans who go to football games. It kind of rotate. I I would say the the proportion of season ticket holders to a an American football game and a Premier League game are probably 
different. I would say there's probably a higher proportion of season ticket holders at Premier League games than at um, um, American football games. But there might be a difference between between but, the uh, between the two. But like, don't you think that's a product of like commitment over time to the sport, if you will? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I think it, I think it spawns like you had uh, you had. Um, you have Leeds with their Marching On Together song. You have um, uh, Liverpool with You'll Never Walk Alone. You've got Goodison with Z Cars. Um, uh, Tottenham was playing um, Glory Glory Tottenham Hotspur, yeah, which is that, a knockoff yeah. of the Glory Glory Man United song. So <laughs> I don't know which one came first, but... Um, Maybe it's maybe it's just a culture of of having songs specifically for your team, and we don't necessarily have that um, over here as much. Just a level of commitment, um, I, I th- in my opinion, at least, it's a level of commitment commitment we just don't see over here. Well, it's why we have they have away fans specifically sectioned off and not intermingled. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, Fair, as opposed to here. I don't know, Alex. Do you have any thoughts on this? No, I basically agree with everything y'all said. I mean, I want Leeds just get all the Americans, you know, just have a little U.S. team. They'll be playing together, so we'll actually be decent when the international play comes because they'll have so much chemistry. They're playing, in, you know, the fall and the spring together the whole, that's, that's not a bad the idea. whole season, you know. And well, I think, you know, Jack Jack Harrison, I, I wish he was he American counts, too. He counts. Because, you know, he played, at, he played at Wake Forest. I mean, he won – I was looking up. He won AC Player of the Year in his rookie, his only year there, fresh as a freshman. It was, a, I think, Player of the Year in general, semifinalist, and it was the first pick of the MLS draft. He went to high school. He went to high school in Massachusetts, too. He was he was in – I think he was in the Man City Academy or Man United Academy. Yep. Man, Man City. Man City. And his, his um, mom pulled him out, brought him across to the States, and, and – like you said, popped off at Wake and then and then mm-hmm. went to New England and and tore it up there with the Revolution and now he's at Leeds. So he he counts. He's an honorary American for. There we go. Let's just have Jesse Marsh hold both the Leeds manager position and the yeah. U.S. national team manager. I mean, <laughs> that makes sucks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So. Uh. Who wrote? Who's the Who's the remember, remember the 5th of November? I wrote that because I thought that was a really, really good quote that came out of the commentary on the uh, the game versus Bournemouth. Maybe it's a little late to mention it, but but they brought that up and I was like, hell yeah, what a comeback. And and they were chanting that in the stadium, if I'm not if I'm No, shit, really? It wasn't as loud as, you know, your, your Tyler Adams chants or your Brendan Aronson chants, but but it was it was it was floating around and and I remember, I, I remember hearing it. and I was like, "Wow, that that's powerful." Because I mean, I mean, yeah, it was just an insane comeback on the day, and it all rhymes. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, a- absolutely insane, insane comeback. I, the resiliency. I I think this team is really playing for Jesse Marsh. We need, as Americans, we need Jesse Marsh to do well because if he if he bombs out, then. Good luck seeing another American manager for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that team plays well. They just need to do better offensively. They're they're too chaotic 
Well, they're, I mean, yeah. it's Bielsa ball all over again right now, at least, I feel like, you know? Bielsa ball was a bit more controlled chaos, I felt like. It was, you think it, it was, was high more energy. controlled? It was more controlled than what we're experiencing. It was very attacking. It was very direct, but it was a clear plan that was going on. I feel like in attack, the 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 when I feel like Bielsa did a bit better of a job when Leeds were playing a team that they were supposed to beat. Um, we are we in, are one manager on the touchline away like this from Bielsa. Like literally, it's the exact <laughs> same thing. Nah, nah. Jesse Marsh getting his stool out there. Um, in his stonewashed jeans, he pops up and he's got the he's got the rip in the back of the pants like the SpongeBob episode. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Nah, I I'm here for Jesse Marsh's uh, his celebrations on the sideline. Yeah, he was pumped. I, I he was, was pumped during that comeback. I think um, I think it was during. Leeds Liverpool, where he had he did like the he did like the packing can, he did the <laughs> snap say, yep. in, into the fist pump. <laughs> it was so weird. It was such a weird <laughs> celebration. But uh, Jesse Marsh can get away with it. He's it's something it. you'd see on the sidelines of like a college football game. <laughs> Dude, I you see that on the sidelines of like a youth game, right? like a fucking intramural game. You you've got the coach trying to connect to his Gen Zers. Love it. <laughs> Um, um yeah, it's yeah, that's all I got. It was a great game. I enjoyed it. Got Alex Alex, anything else on 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 uh Leeds United, uh, Leeds United States of America or Hey man, that's why hey you heard I think we gotta get them all on Leeds, man. And like you said, Marsh coaching too. First anyone's a uh, an upgrade over the current regime, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean they I don't know if you wanted to even discuss the uh, World Cup. Roster just came out too. We're gonna do a World uh, Cup special. We're gonna do a World Cup special, right? All right. Yeah, we'll we'll go over it there. But I will I will state right now that I am a, I'm a big PFOC fan, and the fact that Jordan is not in this team is uh, blasphemy. Mm-hmm. And and I Ricardo Pepe deserved to be left out. That's fine. He's not. He can't perform. But fuck me. Jordan Pifak is is good, and, and Greg Berhalter is. Uh, I hope I hope we can get out of the group stages. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get into that uh, in the World Cup special. But on to the quiz. Woo! So I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read out a stat, and and I I want you both to write down three names that you think this stat applies to. And then um, Ted will go. Uh, uh, Alex will go through your three. Ted will go through your three, and then I'll and then I'll reveal it. So, are you guys uh, are you guys ready? Good to go. I'm ready. Um, all right, I'm pulling it up on my notes app. Okay, which Premier League player with more than 150 appearances has committed? They're a forward. They're a striker. They have committed more fouls than they've had shots on target this season. They're a Premier League striker with more than 150 appearances for their club. And they've committed more fouls than they've had shots on target. I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys 30 seconds. 
You guys can have a minute if you want. I'm just going to fill time. Um, I'm not actually going to fill time. Um, I was going to try no, and think of time. something. Fill time, man. Fill time. <laughs> fill time. Uh, there's a there's a British game show called Countdown um, where they where they essentially do anagrams and they have a really nice ring and while they're doing the ring the host um, does these little bits in between. Um, yeah, I got my three. Bits. You got your three. Yeah, Ted. All right, Ted's probably no. Wait, wait. Ted's Ted's still trying to look up and figure out three strikers with more than 150 appearances. So. Yeah, that's where I might get into issues because I'm like, I, no, these no, guys no. have played over a while. Be 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 ready to talk through your logic too. Talk through the logic of the names. Stop looking it up on football rep. Stop. I'm stop not looking look it up. up. I'm not looking <laughs> it up. <laughs> All right. Well, he's coming up with that. Uh, Alex, start uh, start with your three options. Give me your first one and talk through right. your logic. So so the lo- most of the logic is going to be the same here, right? I've like I've seen this guy play. Forever, if you like, with this one thing, with one team, and whenever I watch them against Everton, they're always fouling Everton players. That's how you know what I mean. But whenever <laughs> yeah, I'm watching yeah. them, they're always. So I have Jordan Ayu. He's one Ooh. in my head. Okay. Zaha. Wow, got a feel, beef against Palace, man. Though I feel like Zaha takes a ton of shots, so I'm like, I don't know about that one. And yeah. then. Shay Adams was my other one. Oh, okay. He so those he are my three it, guys. Shay Adams has not been not been doing a ton this year. I, I yeah, I know he missed some games, but that, I was like, yeah, this is gonna no, be this is more a of a dark throw. That's a good shout. Um, still working on my third right now. Um, but the um the Jordan Ayu is a good shout too. Yeah, because I feel like Ayu. I use him playing off the right side um, for them now because they have Odson Edward. Mm-hmm. But I use always kind of in the, in the shit, you know. He's always I know. he's always like he's, picking he's, fights. It's not so. good. He's not good in my opinion. I don't rate him. You but don't rate your, him. Your reaction. Your reaction. So none of those were right. I I'm not I'm not here to say whether they were right or not. I'm just trying not to give. Ted, any hints? Uh, don't give me any hints. Don't give me any hints. Don't give me hints. Well, because he's taken ten years. I, yeah, no, dude. I feel I, like he's cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm just. Are you, Alex? Are you trying to get out to Goodison Park before they switch to Bramley Moore at all? I was my. I wanted to. I wanted to go. Um, but then COVID hit. I was going to go that year. But yeah, I would okay. love to do that. But now I just got to get the money for it. You know? Are you trying to go yeah. out there and see uh, Liverpool lose? <laughs> uh, I, I should probably get out there before they sell the club. Um, True. <laughs> uh, well, they still have FSG, but um, no, I think uh, okay. I think I looked at tickets a while back, and it it, it wasn't wasn't super expensive. Maybe we'll we'll do a group trip. We'll go to we'll go to Goodison. Yeah. We'll go to we'll go to Anfield. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, so here's what I'm gonna say: all of my picks are determined specifically based on play time. If we're thinking 150 games, these are these are staples in the lineup at this point. So yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking Rodrigo. With with leads, um, uh, there's no way. Yeah, okay, okay. I I, I told you how I'm going by, through this. I'm thinking Jimenez with Wolves potentially. Okay, and I also had Zaha in that three as well because the guy the guy's kind of kind of like that. Um, I I uh, 
I don't mean to shit on on what you've. Uh, nah, no, no, go said, ahead, go ahead. Jimenez has been injured the entire season, uh, so he does probably have more fouls than shots uh, because both are both are zero. He's been in for 150 uh, games though, not this like Rodrigo. Rodrigo is popping off at the beginning of the season though. I don't know how many goals Rodrigo has. Um, but uh, I am here to inform the both of you that you are both wrong. How wrong? It <laughs> is indeed Cristiano Ronaldo. No has, shit. <laughs> has seven fouls and six shots on target. So he has 236 uh, appearances for Man U. It's a bit cheap. Because yeah. he came back. Because he came back. <laughs> uh, so where does Zaha? Where does Zaha fall on that list? Do you know, or is he closer Zaha, there or anything? I, I, there wasn't a list. I I, I saw the fact on Twitter yeah. and I wanted to run it by. That's okay. hilarious. Uh, That's hilarious. Rodrigo definitely doesn't fall on this list because Rodrigo um, has been banging him in for. But he's had a hundred. No, like I said, the only reason I picked it was because I I could only like he had to have had 150 appearances for Leeds. I I'm interested. Rodrigo um, Leeds. Let's see has how many to appearances. Have. Has to. Yeah, he Rodrigo has seven goals this season. Um, he has 69. God yeah, damn, dude. Nice. I really does Jordan Ayu have 150? Zaha definitely does. I feel like he's been at Palace forever. He's got 114. Oh, 134, because he was on loan there for. 150 uh, appearances is a lot. God damn, we should have just guessed Ronaldo. Is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I almost guessed Kane. I was like, I know Kane has 150 appearances. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of Ronaldo to be honest. I thought that one was going to be a giveaway quote, honestly. But Zaha had has 260, so you guys are right. It is it is a it's, staple. It's a balance because you gotta you gotta look for that that icon that icon at the club, but you also gotta think who's got that like edge to them that they're gonna be fouling people. You know but how many yeah. how many? What about Shea Adams? How many appearances? Shea Adams has 109. Shea Adams has more appearances for Birmingham City, interestingly enough. Shea Adams has only been on Southampton since 2019. That's wild. I thought he's been there longer than that. Damn. It's a, it's a shame he's going to get relegated. <laughs> uh, he, he'll get picked up yeah, by another get, team. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we'll get scooped up. <laughs> um, who else? Who was your third? Uh, you had Rodrigo. I had Zaha, Jimenez. Rodrigo, and Jimenez. Oh, Those were okay. my three. Yeah, so it is indeed Cristiano Ronaldo with seven fouls and six shots on target. Damn. Uh, Messi is the GOAT. Uh, come at nope. me. Okay. Um, the 150 appearances should have given that away. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not here to roast you guys, but uh, you dropped the ball on that one. Hey, when no, do I get um, to ask a quiz question? <laughs> Sure, you need next, week. next week's push question. That's fine. Uh, all right, uh, so we'll do. Um, we're at the end. This has been uh, a, a bomb pod so it's far. Been fun. Been um, fun. Thank you, Alex, for joining us. Before we hop, it's the best let's, part of the uh, pod Let's right go here. through our pickums. Let's go through our pickums. This is my favorite segment because I am kicking ass right now. Only takes one week to uh, change that. <laughs> All right, so we'll start off Man City v Brentford. Alex, who you got 
for Man City v Brentford. I got I got City. Um, are y'all doing score predictions too? We typically no, no, don't, no unless you feel too. really passionate about it. You can yeah. get a bonus point. You can get a bonus point if you uh, if you get the scoreline right. But all right, City just two zero. All right, just two zero. Just two zero. Okay. Is this is KDB? Is he hurt? Holland? He didn't start last week. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, they might take it a little yeah. easy. A lot of their guys are going to the World Cup. Pep's like, all right, like you know, I want to make sure y'all are healthy for that because he, you know, how much he probably cares. So that's just that's just too well. <laughs> I, I think totally, before before you give your prediction, both of your teams have been eliminated from the Carabao Cup. I just want to, uh, I I wanted that's to a, make that's sure that's a we, Mickey Mouse cup. That's a Mickey we, Mouse. Yeah, cup. we don't care about that right. cup because we're always, still in the running for the uh, actual league cup. It's you know, it's, <laughs> it's hey, Grace, Grace, we got to talk about you're going to be wasting your guys' legs in that. Mickey Mouse Cup, while nah. our guys are resting those days. All right, it just it makes no sense to be in. All the cool kids lose early, hey, so you don't have to waste your. your Liverpool's energy. already yeah, so given up on the worry league. About, <laughs> you don't have to worry about uh, wasting your legs uh, for your relegation battle. No, I one hundred percent get it. But for us, we're uh, honestly always rated the Carabao Cup. Pretty uh, pretty challenging trophy to win, if I do say so. <laughs> Shut um, up! Pretty, pretty Shut up! One, get out of here! Hard one to pull off. Man. Arsenal's out. Chelsea's gone. Come on, Spurs are out. I mean, what are we just, talking they, about they, here? They couldn't handle. They couldn't handle Let's, the pressure of, uh, of Liber- the world's Liverpool's, favorite energy. Liverpool's got to bring over that little bit of revenue since they're only going to make Europa. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why they're we selling the team. Levers, <laughs> That's why they're selling the team. <laughs> I'm saying uh, Brentford five zero. No, I mean uh, City. City no score. <laughs> City. All right, all right. Uh, I am 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 not gonna break. I'm not gonna break. I'm not gonna break. I thought about it for a second. I'm not gonna break. I'm not. We uh, but I do think uh, Brentford. Brentford will get a goal. Brentford will definitely get a goal. Uh, Brentford. Brentford struggle against teams that they should be beating, but um, they maybe I'm just maybe I just have Liverpool PSD, but. Um, they uh they do well. Uh, okay, Liverpool Southampton. Uh, Alex, you want to start us off? I'll give Liverpool the win here, though. Obviously, Southampton did sack their manager, and you know the how there's that little, that little exactly right. <laughs> and so you know you know what at Liverpool? Nah, I'm gonna keep that. Gonna keep <laughs> but I'm really close. To, I was really close. I was really close to switching. <laughs> oh well, well, we'll uh. When we uh, when we total up the scores next week and Liverpool won, uh, we'll give you oh, but he was really or when Southampton won, I guess we'll give the oh, he was really close. That's <laughs> all I asked. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say pool here. I'm gonna say pool wins this one. Ah, you're so brave. I wish I could say draw. I really wanted to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, nah, you could definitely say draw. I'm not you could saying, say draw. I'm not saying. I'll take the free points. I'll take the free points. <laughs> Bournemouth Everton up next. Ooh, Alex, spicy one. How are you feeling? What? How are you well, feeling? I'll, I'll be honest. I guess it makes sense. I didn't know you could not draw <laughs> on my on my board. It makes sense why you can't. You know, after last no, week, you can say Tuesday, draw. You can say draw. You can. You can. No, he was being oh. a pussy. No, yeah. he was being okay. A yeah. yeah, no, that's. I could have said. Gotcha. Draw. Hmm. So I had us, when I did these on like early Tuesday, I had us tying Bournemouth, but after the performance on Tuesday afternoon, 
And it's at Bournemouth. What are we thinking now? No, I'm, I'm gonna keep a tie. I'm gonna keep a tie. Okay. I'm gonna keep a tie. You gotta, you, you know, you gotta, you can't, you gotta stick with your squad. Fair enough. But, That's what uh, I'm saying. That's. I was uh, you know, a one-one tie. We'll, we'll take a point. I guess it's, it's bad when you're happy to take a point from Bournemouth. I'm gonna say, dude. Bo- I go ahead. You go. You go. I was gonna say Bournemouth have done it once. They'll do it again. Bournemouth with the win here. Disrespect. <laughs> um. Um. Fuck me. This is a tough one. Uh, I. 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 When I wrote this down, I did write down draw, but they they did get smacked down, and I'm thinking back. Because Bournemouth have, have taken a two nothing lead through their last two Premier League games and thrown away the lead both times. And so I I think I think I think I'm gonna go with Everton for this one. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I think it's really, it's really going. To, it's really going to depend on the injuries we get back because Onana, our center mids, Onana and Justin Gay didn't play on Tuesday. They're injured, but they might be back for the game on Saturday. It's like 50-50 for both. Decore is play. still solid though. What about it? Will be Lampard doesn't ever play Decore for some reason. He like that's why he played on Tuesday. Awobi's really good. He's our best player, honestly. He's our most impactful player. What Lampard loves to do though is when we're losing and we need our Awobi to like. Make things happen. He'll put him at right back instead because he yes, can play right back. Yes, I noticed bit. this, dude. It, it's it's when really, when, it's when Everton need to take a point from set or like they they need to go fully attacking. He empties the midfield. There is no mm-hmm. one in the center of the park when Everton need a point. It's yeah. it's people in a row down low, and it's people all <laughs> against the the back line. It makes no yep. sense. Is this at it, Everton it, or at Bournemouth right now? It's at Bournemouth. Yeah, okay, so I'm sticking with Bournemouth. <laughs> Yeah. It's probably no, smart. I I I believe uh I believe Everton uh will take a result Sorry, uh, from this don't game. Think so. I, You're right. I doubt don't think so. I doubt Bournemouth takes takes two two wins from this or not. They're not that team. You're not that guy, pal. Um Hey Billing okay. Billing looks really good. <laughs> um dude Billing is Billing is nuts. Being like a six four central midfielder, it's it's just the dude, dude is an animal. I'm surprised he's still on Bournemouth. I feel like another team would have taken I, him at this point. I think, I think he could be gone at the end of the season. I, I would not be surprised. Him and Che Adams, especially if I. We didn't talk about this uh, on the Southampton thing, but Southampton bought like a lot of really young players from Man City's academy, um, and they're good players. But like, if Southampton get relegated, what they're do gone. they do? Like, they do these players really want to leave. play in the championship? I think they leave. I think they get scooped up by other people. Well, how much did Nottingham Forest spend this year? They signed oh twenty-three. God. I want to see it was yeah, either twenty-two or twenty-three players, and it broke the record for transfers in a single season. It was one hundred and forty. What's going to happen if they get relegated? Who knows? <laughs> I I have said this before on this pod, and I will I will continue to say it. The the World Cup break will do them wonders because they need chemistry, they need synergy. They brought in too many players. Yeah, I can't. Um, the longer that they get to work through stuff together, the more cohesive they will become, and the better they'll become. I don't think they get relegated. I agree. The I'm, the talent is there. I mean, it, look no further than they beat y'all. They just beat us in the Carabao Cup, and we just we put out a strong team. Like that was a premier league level team i would i would argue 
And and Conte does not do rotation. No, he doesn't. And, and, and that's the thing. But like, I, if you give them, I agree with you. You give them the World Cup break, they will they will build that, and it's it's going to be scary. I think they rebound after the break. I think Southampton Southampton getting rid of Hasenhutel. Nathan Jones is is from what I've heard, he's done really good things with Luton, but I you have Wolves bringing in Lopetegu. Um You have. Uh, Aston Villa bringing in Unai fucking Emery. That's insane. Yeah. Nathan Jones is not as mood. inspired. What? Yeah. I said Emery coming in, I think it's going to be a good move. Yeah, Let's I thought see. so too. We talked about it last pod. I, th- I thought so too. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Emery's going to be nuts. That's, that's, um, we had a, we had a Newcastle fan on a couple of weeks ago and he was, he was spewing some bullshit about, uh, Unai Emery and it's, it's not looking like it's going to pan out particularly well for him. Um, all right, uh, West Ham v. Leicester. This is a good one. This is a good know. one. Alex, what are you thinking for this one? So I had a tie, actually. Um, oh, interesting. For this one. Because I think, I mean, obviously Leicester has definitely underperformed this year. But I think, obviously, they just beat Everton. They've been a little bit better recently, starting to get a few guys back. But... I mean, I'm feeling a tie. Obviously, it's, it's at West Ham, so it's like you know maybe a little tougher. But that's 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 my. I guess it's not really one way or the other. But you know, did did Tielemans, in doubt. This. Did Tielemans score in that last game y'all played? Tielemans fucking yeah, scored. Was, I was gonna say that know, banger of a goal. Bang. That was so yeah, pretty. We gave him all the time, where he had time to take his shit and wipe his ass before he fucking volleyed it into the corner. Dude, the defense I, is just chilling back there. I don't That's even for Jalen. I don't even think he's that good of a player, but that was a banger of a goal. That was so good. Uh, and it was perfectly placed. I actually, I agree with you on this one. I think this is a draw. So the the way West Ham one of the, one of the things that West Ham has done really good in previous years is set pieces and the one thing that Leicester absolutely suck set ass pieces. at <laughs> is set pieces. Leicester are on one right now. I think if James Madison gets picked, I'm I'm this is my bonus point for the week. If James Madison gets picked for the England squad, I choose Leicester. Your plot armor. If James Madison <laughs> doesn't get picked for the England squad, I choose Weston. <laughs> I I I that is that is my caveat. Yeah, what a pick. And I will take <laughs> I will take my bonus point uh uh if need be. Uh, okay. Uh Tottenham v Leeds. Alex, what do you got for this one? Let me find my. I had I had Spurs winning. Um, you know, even though they're missing their best player, Richarlison's probably not playing. Um, <laughs> he played today, by the way. He played today. Did he? In the Carabao Cup. I mean, played. I know he. I know. I know he's healthy enough, but the dude like broke down and cried when he thought he was, might miss the World Cup. So um, you know that was always that was always the thing why I say with Everton is because like we always let him go on. He played in the Olympics because he just wanted to play for Brazil so bad. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't think there'll be any issues. At, it's at it's at Spurs too, isn't it? So I, I don't think there'll be any problems. Is that true? Dad, I wonder who you're gonna pick. I mean, I'm going Spurs, but let me explain. Like it's 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 a little more complicated. Like I want to. I honestly, when I first saw that matchup, taking out. Taking not not taking into account any of the injuries of the the players coming back, 
Kulisevsky's healthy enough to play now. And we are a different team when he's on the field. I, mm-hmm. I referenced the, the Liverpool game when I when I say that because it, I truly believe, and, and you may have an argument against this, if Kulisevsky had played that entire game, very different game. Very, very different game. Um, but I because of that, because of those players coming back, and maybe Richarlison makes a second half appearance, I, I think we do win it. I think it's Spurs. Leads all the way, baby. Fuck you. Absolutely. Fuck you. 100%. Absolutely. They Fuck pull you. this one out. You're garbage. <laughs> no, 100%. Now, this might bite me in the ass because Tottenham is fully willing to let uh, the other team play with possession and leads. Jesse Marsh's tactics are not set up for possession based playing. That being said, the way that Tottenham play brings them down to their competition and so i think i think Leeds can pull something out somerville is fuck it somerville is on one right now brendan aronson is going to fly on a bald eagle and absolutely hat trick his way in it's going to be a 10-0 game um, 10-0 yeah 10-0 you want to throw that in that. you want to throw that in there for an extra point <laughs> uh, no, i'm not writing that one down uh, okay, Wolves v Arsenal. Uh, Alex, what you got? I'm going Arsenal. I know they just lost today with their B team in there against Brighton in the cup, but I don't think Arsenal have too many issues. I know it is at the Molyneux, I don't believe it, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's Ar- at the Arsenal Molyneux. Away, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think mean, Arsenal's a really, really good team, as much as it might hurt me to say so, and, and maybe you too as well to say so, but I think they'll uh, they'll take care of Wolves. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree with that one as well, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm thirding that. I want to pick Wolves, I do. Uh, Lopetegu will be there for that game, I believe, but um, Arsenal have been choking teams out, and they've been playing really well. They, It was a 1-0 against Chelsea, and, and it should have been more. Um, so uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, Brighton v. Aston Villa. This, this is a good game. I am excited. Excited for this game this weekend. This is going to be a good, good game. Uh, Wash, what you got for this? I got Villa. I got nice. Villa one, one nice. zero. Oh, he's that's throwing the high. he's throwing the scoreline on there. One zero. Yeah. That's my all right, that's it's my there. prediction. Yo, all, we'll ab- all aboard the Emery Express. Put me on Villa. <laughs> I am going Brighton for this one. Of course you are. Deserby. Deserby has that team passing like madmen. Their interplay is incredible. Uh, Matoma is crazy. The the real deal. The real deal for sure. And Leandro Trossard is having a a season. Um, so I I I fully I fully believe Brighton can get a result. This uh, is going to be a, game. a really good matchup between two really good new managers in the Premier League. Yes, I I can't wait. I'm I'm this is on my calendar. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this game. Um, last but not last but mostly least actually, um, uh, Fulham v Man United. Um, uh, watch what you got. Got a tie, tie. Gonna draw. Mitrovic is definitely gonna put one in. They're gonna draw one-one. 
I mean, Marcus Silva's got them playing all right. I mean, they've, they're he what? Does. I think they're, yeah, 100%. They're ninth, I think, right now, aren't they? Like, they're not a bad team. Yeah. They're respectable. And, I mean, I just, I, I, I think they're going to be able to stick it with, stick with Man U and uh, ride it out to tie and go into break feeling pretty confident with how they've been playing this year. The, the question for me is is because they've had uh, uh, Ten Hag has played Garnacho, which is a, an academy prospect um, for Man U on the left left side, mm-hmm. right side. I think Anthony is it and right and Sancho have been injured and have not been able to play. Uh, he's already made the mistake of captaining Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, which was just, that was so fucking bizarre. That was insane. Like, dude walks out to to beat the traffic and then gets the captain, like, the next game or the game after. And that is insane. Dude, if it was anybody but Ronaldo, he's gone. Yeah, uh, agreed. I, I said Man U on my sticky note. I'm now reconsidering. I'm going Fulham. I think Fulham, Fulham, I nice. think Fulham gets the win here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am a basic bitch, and I am going to say, man, you pull this one out. But, oh, dude. Like, that Fulham midfield is really quality. And, uh, like, you have Jao Polina, you have Ander Pereira. Um, mm-hmm. Like we have it. our boy Anthony Robinson playing off, the, playing off the right side. Tim Ream just got selected for the... World Cup squad. I mean, absolute <laughs> legends of Dude, the game. Dude, join me. Join me on Fulham here. Come on, come to the dark side. <laughs> I I can't pick Man U. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Love it, love it. All right, pickums are in. Uh, another pod in the books. Absolutely quality. Uh, Ted, you wanna you wanna lead us out? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so guys, if you want more, you can find us on, uh, on Twitter at the boot and hearth podcast. You can find us at our discord at the boot and hearth podcast. Uh, typically we do stream these. So typically you can find us either at suave IV on Twitch, or you can find us at boot and hearth on Twitch as well. Um, like I said, you know, follow any of those up. You can also email us if you need to get in touch with us at the boot and hearth, uh, Bootenhearth at gmail.com. Um, yep. Any of those will work. Um, and, you know, thanks for joining us. We, 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 love, we love seeing y'all come out and listen and hope you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Um, uh, Alex, you want to give a quick shout out for, for, the, for the charity stuff um, real quick before we, before we sign off again? You said reach yeah. out on Twitter at, at, at wash. At uh, wash, WSH underscore T-U-B-B, wash tub. Got it. Okay. Nice. Reach out with any Reach questions out. or anything, and I'll I'll be happy happy to help you. Excellent. And check out check out uh, in the uh, in the description for the info for that. Um, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys uh, see you guys next week. All right. All right.